0: welcome back to another episode of casual master quest this is episode 102 uh, i am your host for the episode nick with no beard cold chin um, and i'm joined by my uh two two lovely co-hosts tyler and glenn
1: hey hello hi what's happening good looking my chin is cold oh man with a intro like that i don't know what's smoother uh those lines or that chin definitely mm, not ooh. my chin
0: because it's still it's
1: like it feels like sandpaper already yeah Ooh, i'm so sorry wait didn't you shave it like less was. than like an hour and a half ago or something like that uh a couple hours ago th- yeah but
0: then again like just read like same thing why i made the distinction i didn't use a razor
2: i used mm, a machine yeah and got it down super i never close, use a so it's a mach- I, never, I never use a razor i've never used one in my whole life
0: i started using one when i was 14 i just want to maintain that i haven't shaved in the last three years that's it you trimmed it like really close as close as I can get without taking off the guard
1: I wonder what it would be like to shave at this point like this thing is getting very long I, yeah, I don't even do know a how Fu long and do- man I don't know what the fuck that is but
2: it sounds cool as shit it's when they do the mustache and go down and just keep growing out just the mustache
1: oh like those uh evil bad bosses at the end of those karate movies yes like black baddie from kung pao under the fist
0: Ah, oh, yes. black Betty. oh, black man! Nam, lam, like, Benny. call me. <laughs> black,
1: burnty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you birdie. think you could... burnty, Tyler, I think you could maybe also pull off uh, the Lemmy stuff. Is that the millennial? Is this a joke? No, Am the Lemmy being-
0: kill, uh, Killmeister look. Uh, basically, button chops, and then, like, it goes around like that, but the chin is uh, clean. Oh was a couple Ooh, U.S.
1: Wait. old U.S. presidents that did that. Are you talking like the, the Southern mutton chops kind of situation here? Yeah, no, it's like, like I only it goes call it-
2: down and goes to here. You just shave just the chin and keep everything Oh my else. god,
1: I did that once. The Hulk Hogan, I would probably call it. I, would be oh. uh, I did that once and my wife hated me. Like, seriously, <laughs> I, I think she wouldn't talk with me more than three sentences. And, well, okay, Hulk Hogan ended it. He didn't do mutton chops, but... He did the full thing where it was basically giant mustache runs down past the chin here we go kind of thing. And I'm assuming the whatever you pronounced it Yeah, cuz uh, starts from the sideburns too. The Lemmy. Uh
0: yeah, so it'll go all down as the Lemmy kill Lemmy because it's I call it the, I'm just calling it the Lemmy because it's the iconic look of Lemmy Killmeister, who was the uh lead singer of um Motörhead.
2: Oh. That's that's just, that's a oh. style he sported. Yeah. I think uh, and, uh,
1: oh man what was he? US- yeah. yeah. He, there you go. Just the fact that uh, Bladed <laughs> he did a comparison to a fucking Clash of Clans character. Uh, That's Hulk
0: Hogan. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, that's Hulk Hogan with a sword. Right, I, I, I got that mixed up. That's, that's hey, my yeah, apologies. Hell yeah, brother.
0: All right. Um, Before we it go was Howard Taft.
2: Taft. Howard Taft? Howard Taft was the president who sported that facial hair. Wasn't, oh, he sported
1: a lot more than that.
2: Yeah, wasn't Taft the badass president?
1: No, that's the uh, Roosevelt. Oh, that's he's Roosevelt. He's the all-ass president all-ass yep. president. He's the motherfucker okay. that kept getting, needed help getting out of the bathtub, a motherfucker. About say, I think
2: he had a hard time getting out of bathtub because he was so
0: overweight. Okay, so that's Roosevelt <laughs> like, that I'm thinking about because I've heard some, like, <laughs> insane stories about Theodore Roosevelt.
2: Yeah, there's a reason why Roosevelt is one of the, play- is the playable person in, um, civilization for the, you know, the United States or North America. Right. Because he was a badass.
1: So, wow. um... uh, I'm actually kind of upset because, uh, uh, they always called Taft the fat president, uh, and uh, he actually, like, his worst point was actually less than me right now, so it's like, okay, goddamn. I don't damn. know if he was as tall as you, though. He is six feet two, well, I'm sorry, he was. Uh, if you want to throw his coffin up right in him now, it's up to you, but uh, he was six feet two inches tall, and he would bounce between 350 and 255 pounds. That's probably why he was so unhealthy. Like, my god, that's a crazy weight
2: fluctuation.
1: Yeah, you probably did the uh, old modern diet, also known as cocaine. Cocaine, yeah. Cocaine's one hell of a drug, kids. It yes, is. it is. Don't, Don't do, it. do it. Don't do it. Don't do um, it. not
0: Yeah, how's, how's everybody's week been?
1: Wonderful. You know, it's been a week. It's been a, a turbulent time in general, and uh, it's definitely been uh been causing an uh, uprooting like no other in quite a while. And honestly, it's upsetting that it's had to come to this point, but... You know what? Even as stressful it is, as it is, it's something I think that was definitely needed. It's just... It sucks because there's no manual for how this week should have went out, and so people are doing it their own ways, and it's frightening. Uh, and sometimes, and, uh... Just, you know, personal life, honestly, it's just been a lot of thinking, you know? I think it's been a lot of thinking for a lot of people. Uh, thankfully, it's not just everybody thinking, because everybody is acting on things Now and uh, obviously, I'm talking about the whole Black Lives Matter movement that's finally taking a another another motion into the swings of American history, and uh, it's unfortunate that it had to be started because of what happened with George Floyd. Sorry, I I I, I didn't mean to you know jump uh, back into that boat, but it, no, I you're guess... fine. I
2: think it's valid, but it also like that. I guess if I can jump in, I also think it has been tough, but it's also been unbelievably encouraging to see how not just the people of the united states but also people of the world have kind of rallied around that cause because oh, with, yeah. i think around 53 countries protesting con- cities in different 53 different countries as well as every major city in all 50 states plus more it is the largest civil rights movement in the history of the world
1: which is did you see what the uh, washington dc mayor did or authorized yeah
2: he, uh, made the street leading up to the White House, Black Lives Matter Boulevard.
1: Yeah. And they
2: painted it on the ground. Yeah. Suck it. Who, who would have fucking
1: it. thought that, uh, like, the, the main person that's currently, like, mostly opposing this is, unfortunately, I heard the leader of the United States right now. Uh, it, it's weird because, I mean, to some extent, it's still a lot of people in the world, and, uh. Nick, you've been oddly quiet, so I don't know if you're just watching to see how uh, us buffoons talk it out before you you deliver final lines here, but uh, it's wild to see that after having President Obama be in office for those two terms, like, it it felt like, you know, a good change was coming, and then seeing this, this weird, like, it's been a bizarre four years to say the least, and I guess I didn't think, uh, uh, Mr. Trump president trump pardon me uh would actually have a reaction to this and i was surprised that he did but i was surprised more that he has been doing the things he has been doing and i know this isn't you know this is a video game podcast (gasps) but instead of a political thing but it's just i think it's good that we use our platform to also
0: like i to me this isn't a this is a human's right issue this is not a political thing um to me it's no surprise that uh um that dusty old dorito has acted the way he's acted and said the things he has um it has been a long time coming and he has said a lot of these there's evidence of a lot of the things he said so that the fact that he's acted like this to me it's not a surprise and i don't think a lot of people are surprised either the fact that he's further dividing the nation even more so um and he's decided to the irony of him building a wall around himself is amazing it's yeah it's well, and it's to the detriment hate. of
2: himself. He has pushed Fox News from liking him anymore. Fox News. I mean, and mean, Fox, Fox News Fox is Fox News
0: so for Fox News to not like you, yeah. you really mean shit. And must they're like,
2: screw shit. you, Trump. You know, and I'm like, oh my god, he pushed away Fox News? Yeah, this guy's gone. In when you have election. a man, I think, I just want to make sure I get his name right. When you have a man such as um, Rupert
0: Murdoch running your show for the longest time, and then uh, he's the, um, I hope that that's his name, i'm pretty sure it's his name but he's the one with all the it's like owner of fox News, like longtime ceo of fox news uh sexual harassments like a whole bunch of scummy shit when that kind of establishment actually hates this current president
2: yeah oh and not to mention that <laughs> jeffrey epstein documentary that came out and uh implied him in the rape of four people our president not officially but like there's no official allegations but it implied him as being involved you know that's just another notch on the old you know wall for me to go haha still don't like you you know <laughs> i don't know man it's fine think- i'm i'm happy for those who have been able to get positive peaceful things done uh they charged the police officers so that's something that has been positive that has come from it they're starting to reopen old cases uh where police have been involved in the killing of people to try and reinvestigate them that white man that was pushed over and slammed to the ground by two officers, they got fired. Like so I think good things are coming, but it feels like the country is at a tipping point, which is weird
1: to say. There's a lot of anchor points that I've seen so far, just like you know, I don't want to be one of those Wikipedia news warriors or whatever the hell you want to call it that just seeds information and parrots that. But there's seems like there's a lot of uh states and particularly cities that are anchoring down where it's like they will not change unless they are absolutely forced to. And like the prime example as of late is the uh New York City Police Department, which uh has been notorious throughout the years for after they received a boatload of funding uh since the 9-11 attacks, they have been very well endowed with uh income. And they have a lot of cool toys that if you want to call them that. And like, even to the point against their own mayor, their own, uh, governor, and to some extent the president uh, throughout the year, they act on their own, like, militia at this point. Like, there's, if you ever look up, like, the vicious stories of, like, how police officers or police departments have been, like, handling, you know, the protesting and all that, the worst ones, like, uh, the worst outcomes is usually the New York City Police Departments, unfortunately there's been a lot of pictures of people like having their fucking eyes knock out of their sockets and shit because they would fire rubber bullets and canisters against their faces and I mean not to target them specifically there's been a lot of horrible cases like that throughout the thing but like that's fucked up that we still can't have a peaceful protest at this point without that level of backlash and I know it's not like that you know Or I'm sure there's a lot of cases like that throughout the world where you know it's The response is brutal. I mean, I can name off a couple of countries if we want to talk about, uh, you know, how they handle uh, Hong Kong, for example. But uh, fuck, you know,
0: Um, just a few things of note. Um, The old man that was pushed that was in Buffalo, New York, Um, the officers were not fired. They were suspended
2: without pay. Um, Oh, that's right the rest of the officers that were involved quit yes because um, they thought it was injustice to the police officers
0: yes um it appears that there's some more like because people are asking well what did he do to deserve it uh which a that should never be like i'm sure you could always handle things much more peacefully than pushing an old man down and leaving him there bleeding out um he was apparently just trying to return a helmet that he had found To them because they happen to be crossing at that moment um, and they push him to attempt to clear the streets. Um, Rubber bullets um, are meant to be fired at the floor and rebounded into the crowds, taking away a lot of its velocity and uh, danger. But they've been firing straight at people and aiming for the
2: head. Yeah, Um, there was a kid that cracked his skull and he was unconscious and bleeding and they brought they were carrying him to a medical tent so that they could get him help. They were like six people were carrying him. And then the cops started shooting at them, carrying the unconscious person on their way to the medical tent.
0: Attacking (laughs) um, medical personnel is a international war crime. Oh, yeah. Um, And it seems like uh, the police have um,
2: stopped caring about being recorded. Yep. Right. Or they just don't. If people aren't recording with their cell phones, none of them have their body cams on we would have not we would have believed that that old man tripped and fell cuz that was the official statement from the buffalo pd that he tripped and fell that was their official statement and if th- a person was not recording that we would have had no way of otherwise of knowing because none of their body cams were on right there was like 40 cops there none of them had their body cams on why i'm sorry we yeah we can't anyway
1: they they're covering their names for a reason i mean much like we understand with the internet, uh, having a level of uh, I always have trouble saying this. Yeah, that word uh, is parallel to then being able to get away with stuff because yeah. if you can't focus on one person committing a wrong, and you try to focus on them on a group, they're just going to say, "Well, it's not all of us; it's just those one bad apples." And I mean, and it can may you charge true, a whole group? But yeah, I mean, they yeah, you have can actually. It's actually. yeah. <laughs> Normally, you can't. Uh, like when. If one person at a sc- you know let's say a high school steals the fucking statue of the principal of yield because uh there was a dick bag and nobody senior knows prank. it can they can you uh, fucking challenge the entire senior class oh, and say hey you're all going to tension? you can but i mean are you gonna throw the fucking valedictorian much. in there too i'm uh, okay but, i'm that
0: you know what no i i'm I was gonna go on a whole other tangent that would not have been uh, productive and would have made me... No, I really can't. I shouldn't. Um, It would not have made me the happiest because stuff like this... um, Just moving beyond this. What's important is that um, this is working, but also to keep in mind the fact that it took over a week of constant protesting to even consider getting the police officers charged when this was already captured on film and this should have been an almost like open and shut thing that they committed a horrible horrible act so yeah
2: no there's some real problems with the justice system where the, the the conviction rates of even obvious crimes within police forces in the united states they're very unlikely to get charged and i found out recently that if they have somebody in custody and the police on scene claim that the the person under their care was consenting even if they say otherwise they can rape you yes Girl, I think I like to a girl recently 20
0: or 30 <laughs> something uh, states where yeah. this is a uh, 35 legal, out of
2: 50
0: 30 mm-hmm. that's a legal law that yep. if you're detained it's automatic consent yep
2: yep, yep. um I landed the free right um mm. it's a I, oh man I had something that was really good and I was gonna because it, it was oh I did see something that I really enjoyed about this whole thing cool. and it was a list of what your class would be in relation to the Black Lives Matter movement, if they put it into terms of role-playing games. And they were all really interesting. Like, the warriors were the frontline protesters, and then they had, you know, the wizards were the litigators and the people that would come in and help, like, actually, you know, do the smart things, quote-unquote, to try and help out, you know, in a more professional manner. I found that I was a bard. I was somebody that uses my platform as often as possible for um, awareness, education, and, uh, um, what was the other thing? Awareness, education, and, um, mental health of those who are involved just to try and promote, you know, the good things and also make people aware of the things that they should be aware of. And so, like, that's all I've been doing is watching videos of people involved with this movement that are people of color, telling me why things are the way they are and how I can help. And so, I think that, we would all do to be
1: a, good, a, a
2: bit of a bard in this circumstance,
1: I think, you know? If anything. I made, I made a mistake of looking up an article that lists off every single thing that's considered a war crime committed by the United States. That was fun. Oh, no. Uh, the Middle I'm East would like to speak like, to you. <laughs> <laughs> so with the Philippines, apparently. Uh, we fucked up, so up would in Indians. One, apparently.
2: Against like, America? Oh, Native American Indians. Okay. No,
0: I'm talking about uh about uh i
2: said that's a
1: that's another can of worms I'm i was talking, talking about fishing with all this shit. fucking shit
2: i'm talking about the
0: sikhs i mean it might not be officially considered an international war crime but the way we've been treated since um they've been treated since 9/11 the fact oh, that they have had yeah. to let go of their entire religious identity because they have nowhere to go no that's, that's just really shitty system. i don't yeah. know if
2: it's necessarily illegal it's just it's, super not, it's shitty. not i mean it's a hate <laughs>
0: crime yeah so i so bottom line like from all of this, if, like, even, it's, like, we need to do what we can using whatever platforms we can, whether that's actually going out there, if you can't go out there, um, doing things like this, um, like, listening more than speaking, um, don't, don't, like, because right now it's also, like, like, I've been hearing a lot of black content creators talk about this, like, they're tired of ask, people asking them, like, what can they do, or, like, tell me, like, no, like, this is, like, years of, like, pain and, and hurt and, like, frustration is, like, it's too much to, like, unload, so right now we just really have to, like, sit and listen and do what you can, whether it's, like, shining light on some of these things and staying aware and, like, con- like we can't, like, let this die down. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing I'm ever scared for, like, if this becomes another trend. Right? Because... <sighs> It's just one of those things, man. It makes me feel shitty because when the the Notre Dame caught fire, like within like you know hours, people were reporting in support for a building that was millions old. of dollars, and now. then here you have like people who are dying, right, on your own. Like like these are celebrities that support like an old busted burning building. Sure, it has history, but it's a building, and on their own I'm soil, nervous. people are dying. And where are they now? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, Gotten enjoy a fun fix. Like I can only begin to fathom like what i'm feeling right now but like i saw a fun picture of somebody you know pointing out hey ten thousand of you stood here and protested to get your haircuts done because of the coronavirus but there's certain groups where it's like suddenly they're silent on something else like this and
2: well like you know gun owners who say they want to use keep their guns to use against a tyrannical government oh what like a dictator's Dictatorship that uses its police force and a president who calls for federal military to invade the states because of peaceful protests, like that kind of tyrannical government, and now you're silent of all times. These anyway, are people I'm
0: who are I'm sorry, Tyler. You know, I totally no, nah, like no, it's true. Like these are <laughs> so people sorry. who are white who went into a government building and occupied it in protest for getting the the isolation and quarantine lifted. You know, white armed men, and nothing happened to them. And then you have people who are just practicing, to what I understand, my limited knowledge of the amendments, practicing first. their First Amendment legally and gathering in protest of something shitty that's happening in this country, and they're being shot at.
2: Yep. I feel like the Founding Fathers are rolling in their graves right now because this is the exact opposite of the country that they intended to
1: create. Probably the first time in my life where I didn't feel proud to be an American. Yep.
2: 100%.
1: I am I... ashamed of that's... my government fucking heart ripping man saying that i like there's at least a little baseline to where like down in the deeper core of every person in this country where they feel that patriotism right like despite the flaws i
0: still love this country and you know
1: yeah and like you know when there's that call to action or something like that where it's like okay we all have a common enemy or something like that there's something that needs to be focused on we are being threatened kind of stuff everybody gets up when that happens i don't feel that right now man I've like America's always been the core of patriotism and nationalism and all that stuff and you know it's not a good thing necessarily but it's something it that's be. it's been a baseline and maybe it's good it's finally being broken down because it, hopefully it's going to lead to a good change but there's there's more shame than patriotism than you know and what's fucking going on now and it's scary that the idea that people want it to go back to a norm but normal Norm's is not bad okay. at this point yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, so it's like oh, Nick, I, I'm, I've been lost in these fucking thoughts no, for it's, a while, man. And I, like,
0: like, I, I don't want to take anything away from what, um, you know, the two of you as white men are feeling. Like you guys know, are also I, no, like I, like I'm really trying. Like, there's no like, uh, it not to invalidate what you guys are feeling, but then it like, whatever you, I can only imagine that what you're feeling is what black people have been feeling for the longest time as well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, more as not to like point it out for you guys but just in general just like make sure that that's clear like this has been this has been the reality for black people in the states for like the longest time like how can you take a culture that you so much like like celebrate and appropriate and then all of a sudden turn your back on the people who are actually like bringing that culture to you
1: right yeah i saw a post
0: from an
2: african-american person on twitter and they said listen we were brought to your country unwillingly we raised your kids we Plowed your fields, we built your buildings. We, we were the backbone of your society, and then we were given freedom. But what, what, do you, what else do you want from us? You know, and and I was, I all I thought was, you know, like, sure, I don't necessarily believe that I should pay the sins, pay for the sins of my grandfathers, but that doesn't mean that it's not my responsibility to lift someone up when they are right. not as high as right. I am, um, because we are about what is it, equity, I think? I saw a really interesting graphic, and it had, like, an apple tree that was leaning, mm-hmm. you know, and they both yeah, got the that, same like, heighted yeah. ladder, you know, and it's important, and then, you know, equity is, like, pushing the tree back to the center and then giving every, you know, so that, I don't know, it's... Like, no, like it's the same thing with the British and the Indians. Like, we're not, we, we don't want to hold, like, uh like, maybe not to
0: the same extent, because but nobody's ever, like, I'm not asking for the Britishers to, like, you know, oh, you have to, like us for all the shit that you did but then like you know don't be shitty to our people who are living you know of indian origin living in the uk right mm-hmm. like nobody like i'm sure like for, for them uh, like i would hope so. like black people are not like oh you have to pay it'll pay us back for slave. no it's just remove the institutionalized and systemic racism like remove right. those laws those are the remnants of like what happened then it's not that the people have to pay but the system has to pay yeah. the system
2: has to change um, well, I, I honestly do believe there are people that should pay those who are trying to still keep those things in place. I think they should pay, honestly, because like they're still doing those things. Yes, they're still trying to keep up those policies that are hurting people of color. They're redlining in cities They're I don't I'm sorry. I've, there's I've there's kept my one- voice. I stopped streaming this week so I could give others voices yeah. and I've been talking a lot and I apologize for that. And no, no, you're good. A white man. No, so no, no. I'm you're going good. To shut up.
0: I think I think it's important that, you know, that, like people like you also articulate how you're feeling in this moment given all of these because the two of you are also like to to put it kindly, the two of you are not all lives matter. The two of you recognize no. what's happening right now and are for like systemic change, but also yes. like still having problems. Like the the idea of your nation in your head is now it's such great conflict internally. And it's just it's hard for people who um, Maybe not that they didn't have empathy but they're so wrapped up in their own lives all of a sudden this is coming out and they were just trying to get by you know it, nobody's ever said that white people don't struggle like white people struggle too everybody struggles at some level yeah. um but now it's just this is something that's bigger than us and for a culture now that we're all in like globally that's so like individualized it's also like self-centered and it's all about me 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 for a movement all of a sudden to come out that's asking for everybody to speak up for what's right and to look at what's bigger than them it's hard for people because it's the first time that, you know, people have been um, asked to do that. And th- and everybody everybody deserves a platform to A, give people the space who are struggling to speak out, but also for yourselves to, like, figure out how to articulate and how to feel and to reach out to uh, the other white people. Because right now, the, the best way to help other white people understand is have the white people who do understand talk to them. Because... Black Americans are tired of doing that. They've been yeah. trying to do that.
2: I think only recently, now that they hear that... Like, I, I I think I talked to you about this a little bit the other day, Nick. Emmanuel, it shows series. Yes. Um, yes, I was going to bring Hard conversations up. with a black man. And, like, that has been... Just that one episode, for me, was absolutely enlightening. Of questions that I really did have as a white person, he even addresses, like, why it's not okay for white people to say the N-word. And he right. gives historical and you know specific context and cites certain real specific things as to why this is the case and not just that i don't know i'm talking again no you're fine It's okay i i I am so angry and sad that this is what the country that i love is turned into right but it's funny because it's not even that it's turned into this it's been this way for a long time and that is why people are mad And it's, it's, it's part of that anger and that sadness is deepened because of the fact that I was so ignorant and I hate that. I hate it. Um, I'm to a point right now where like, if somebody told me right now they were handing out, oh man, I don't know if I can say that. If we were going to pull a, a declaration of independence and go take our country back, I would do it. Sign me up right now. Let's go. Like I'm at that point. I'm done with this shit and I've only been dealing with it for a few weeks like I can't imagine the control and the discipline and the genuine strength within the black community that it's taken to deal with this sort of oppression for so fucking long. Right. Sorry. No, it's, I
0: it's so uh, I looked it up as well last night after we talked about, it, cause I did watch that. It's uncomfortable conversations with the black man by, I, I think he was, I think he was a sports player or I'm mixing up with somebody yeah. else. Uh, He's a
2: defensive lineman in the right. NFL. Uh, He's Emmanuel,
0: huge. uh, uh, how is it a show that that's how you pronounce his last name yeah um and it's about 10 minutes long uh there's plenty of places to find it and it was very um it was very well articulated in in a manner that i think the, like the kind of metaphors he presented anybody would be able to um relate to it i think and there was another. There was another video that honestly made me just as sad. Was, um, I think this was in New York, uh, and it was a video from one of the protests uh, from yesterday or the day before, where uh, the, you know protesters were standing in front of a line of uh, the National Guard, um, and there there was visibly a younger black man uh, who was part of the army or the National Guard, uh, silently mouthing the words of what they were chanting, the protesters, because he couldn't because as far as i understand it if he were to like abandon his post he'd be court martial or whatever right yep and get put in jail yeah and he is by contract obligated to do as he is told like by a contract and also because of chain of command he has to be there and just watching him silently mouth along with the protesters was was sad and that's just bladed you're fine it's just I'd like, I think everything you've said has been valid, and it's, it's just hard because, even for me, just in terms of like general discrimination, I may. I was a brown-bearded person. Now I'm just a brown person coming to North America who hasn't, uh, you know, know, I've I've had privilege. Like, I don't really have, I haven't had to pay or take loans for uh, tuition. You know, my dad's been able to fund me throughout all of this. If anybody's ever been racist or discriminated against me, I've never really noticed because I don't often care what people think externally. Uh, Like in the, like if I'm just driving or if I go to a shop. And so I don't really know what it feels like. But I am still a person of color, and I can understand that sometimes there are limited options that I have in certain situations. Um, But it's also like, I think all what's a challenge for the three of us right now is how to articulate ourselves without trying to make it seem like it's about us. And try to elevate and amplify the voices of those who are hurting. Yep. And that's the the challenge, uh, is what we're doing enough. We're going to try to do what we can within our power. Um, how do we do what we can to give? Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, this week I'm going to be on my streams. I'm going to do, there's a an organization uh, that is helping take care of the bonds of people who are unlawfully arrested. And it's called the bail, Bailout Bond Fund or something like that. I'll have to look it up specifically, but I saw some interesting things about it and it's going to be on my stream. That's going to be up for the foreseeable future just to continue to tr- contribute, to try and help right. those who are... Because peaceful protesters who are there exercising their amendment, their First Amendment rights, should not be unlawfully jailed. And there's nothing you can do against officers who are apparently not trained to de-escalate and just smack you with clubs and shoot tear gas into your peaceful protest. People being pulled out of their cars. You're not... I'm going to try and do that. Um, Also, I've tried to, especially recently, um, use my platform to create a place of safety and positivity so that hopefully through that, I encourage the people that come into my channel to leave that place and be kind, effectively. Because I think in the end, the only thing that will really change this outside of some politicians getting their heads out of their asses is effectively killing them with kindness. You know, trying to show them that their way of hatred does not break the spirit of those who would seek ch- change for those who are persecuted and subjugated. Right. You
0: know. Valerie you've been quiet. Hey. Hi. It's uh it's not an easy time for um the world, I think, because a lot of things are also coming to light just in general from all over the place. Um, focus people are still doing their best to maintain focus on um black life the black life current Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but just worldwide there's so many things coming to light because I think people are realizing that they've had enough, that they have the power and it's just enough. Um Bef- before we move on, because we are a video games podcast, um, this is kind of like because, like, it's unavoidable at this point. I said earlier, this is a human video right games. Issue. Yes. Uh, video games are also unavoidable, but like, this is going to be on our minds now and for the foreseeable future until things reach a point where it's finally good. It's going to take some time, but I, you know, I think it's fair that we try and do our part. Uh, the last thing I will say, as like, I just can't, I like the. this is gonna sound harsh but just the stupidity of the american people is um the person who's it was a you it was an american military person like a person of the military an army person i can't remember what exactly specifically who suggested that colin Kaepernick should kneel instead of sit on a bench in terms of protesting for all the police brutality oh yeah he's a
2: former navy sea or no he's okay i know what you're talking about you want to clear up that real fast yeah, go, go for it,
0: because I don't remember the he exact, was, like...
2: Yeah, he was a former Navy SEAL who originally criticized Colin Kaepernick for doing what he was doing, and then decided to talk to him about it, and realized after having a conversation with him that his protest was not, in fact, disrespectful. It was, in fact, his right, and was in a good place of heart, and after that conversation, he supported Colin in it.
0: Yes, and that was when he, because I think Colin first started sitting on the benches during the National Anthem, and he said, mm-hmm. instead of doing that, maybe try kneeling. Because Oh, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, which, so just for whoever might be listening, who might still be upset about him doing that, just want you to know that it's coming from your military. Mm-hmm. He suggested it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like... To, I, even from just the outside, it never seemed odd that somebody was kneeling during a national anthem, because to me that just seemed respectful right out. Like, it just seemed like just. he wasn't clapping, he wasn't singing, he wasn't going around, like, slapping his teammates' asses, he wasn't pushing people around. Yeah, um, no disrespect at all. That, that's just my two cents as a North, uh, non-North American, from somebody who grew up in the Middle East, um, a region of the world um, familiar with um, Americans, to say the least. And uh, I think unless there's anything of worth mentioning, I think we'll just move right into video games because um, that is something we have all played as a escape from all of this. And not more an escape, but more of a respite. place of respite. Yeah, yeah, place of respite, just to sort of take shelter until we go back and try to do what we can. Um, so we played a game this week. Tyler, I, I feel like you should talk more about this game because this this is a game that you seem to like more than I do. Not that I hate it, but...
1: <laughs> Honestly, it feels like this is also a way to try to get me to actually talk because I I, I I am happy in my corner that I've been hiding in at this point, this proverbial corner.
0: Well, just a little bit. I'm not going to deny that that wasn't an attempt. But I also do generally think that you prefer this game to more, more so than all of us here.
1: Well, you got expertise and persuasion. Go ahead and roll for it.
2: Um, All right. Uh, Do you have to roll
1: if there's a chance for failure? (laughs) I feel like you made a pretty great argument. I got a nine. I'll set set the DC. You got a nine? (laughs) Yeah. Len,
0: with expertise? Oh, with expertise. What what would be my proficiency bonus? I give you at least a plus
1: four. Yeah, a plus four at least. Okay, so so it's a point eight with expertise. expertise. and he's pretty charismatic, like, Nick's charismatic, I'm gonna say at least plus 4, for, like, he has an 18 charisma at the very least. So that's a total it of plus been, 12? It would have been 20, but he shaved recently, so... So <laughs> I'm, that's I'm a the, 22? Now face we know how group. Tyler feels about the beard. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, though, uh, I was gonna, like, what do I counter-roll? I can't even set a DC here without automatically losing, or is that the point at this point? <gasps> yes. yes. that's the point. Fucking Bards. Skill monkeys. <laughs> uh yeah, I rolled the four anyway, so I'm not so well. Uh yeah. Yeah, we, we did play a game, didn't we? we Glenn, you were part of that, right? Uh that was last week that I played with you guys. I'm pretty sure it was Brandon, Nick in the chat, Nick Hill, and myself. Uh we uh we cited the like I, I, I played with you, Glenn. I'm hoping we can change that soon, we can get back into it because uh
2: My computer crashed yeah, we, when I
1: played it. But it's all fixed now. It, I, I hope to whatever god you pray to, it does. Uh, it <laughs> stays that way. Uh, yeah, we played Splatoon 2! Holy fuck! Uh, got Nick it back into it, got Nick in the chat, got uh, Brandon into it, and uh, we played, uh, I believe it's called Salmon Run, uh, which is a game mode on Splatoon 2 specifically, where it's uh, basically player versus AI. Yes. Uh, where you uh, face off against three waves of enemies trying to defeat the bosses that appear in there, and... Uh, Glenn, you're giving me a smile. Did I say it wrong? What's going on here? Salmon, salmon. There you go. There you go. Oh, that's what you're stuck on. Were you about to break into my insecurity of mispronouncing words? I say salmon too, Tyler. Don't worry. You say salmon as well? Yes. So yeah, slam and run. (laughs) (laughs) Slammon? Slammon.
0: Slammon. That's that's fancy.
2: (laughs) Make it French. <laughs> Nam, salmon. What is salmon?
1: I don't know. I'm guessing uh, Maybe salmon. it's the color. Uh, maybe it's just the color. Well cooked.
0: Salmon. Salmon? S A U M O N.
1: Yeah, I like salmon now. I, maybe I'll there stick go? with that. Wait, the L is silent? No it one is. should be I silent just, in these fucking times. No. The L, L shall speak out. There's a, there's, a, there's a
2: channel on YouTube that is just how to pronounce, and they just. Just put words, and i that's always what I look like, you know. You know, Asai. It's not because... It's, it's not, not Silent. It's oh, silent. I w- I, sorry, I watched Space Force. I finished Space Force. I haven't Space seen Force. all of it. I've seen two episodes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah? Yeah. I just so, love yeah. Steve Carell, so I've enjoyed yeah. what I've seen so far. But it's, it's not silent because we're weird. It's silent because of whatever the root is. Right, right.
1: Look, I'm not... Fuck it. I'm not oppressing words today. It's Salmon <laughs> today. We did Salmon run... Uh, we uh we collected some eggs. We fought bosses, Nick. That was your first time uh, playing playing Splatoon 2 in a while, as well as uh yes. that game mode. I believe was your first time. What did you think about it? A um, four-player team up.
0: Uh, I had fun. It's basically like um, it reminded me of Horde mode with objectives uh, from like Gears right. of War uh like basically horde mode is um two players i i don't remember if there's a max but me and my friend because we do split screen um and i think you can still do split screen on the xbox in this day and age with the horde mode but it's two players and they go into like a map and you just survive uh against waves and waves of enemies um and so that's what it just reminded me of but there was just an objective for you to go kill these specific enemies get something and uh from boss enemies put it into the repository and just do that a number a specific number of times and you'll uh, successfully clear the wave before the time runs out it was fun like yeah. i think the goofiness of it and we had some good times and it was actually challenging um at some parts of it yeah, too
1: there's times where it's like yeah we got this in the bag but there, there was a couple of wave three moments where it's like holy shit uh, Blade is talking about the fucking thing, I always called it Mosquito, the fucking rocket launcher that you gotta toss grenades into the breakup, and he's talking about the snake. I mean, the snake wasn't as nearly as bad to me as that fucking, uh, I call it molduga the fucking uh, boss that'll appear from underneath you kind of shit, and you have to toss a grenade and dodge out of the way. Oh, uh, yes, the shark. drove me insane. Uh, paint shark? But, yeah. Yes, Glenn, the paint shark. Uh... It's Shahark. It's Shahark. Not- Shahark. All right. Shahark. And you know what would sound great? Some cool whip.
0: <gasps> cool whip. I love. That's my favorite thing. When they when they pronounce the H, cool whip. Or yeah. what cool do you whip? mean? Where? What?
2: When? What? Why? <laughs> yeah, like they do. They make fun of that in Hot Rod. That's why am I saying what? What way? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> way doesn't even have an H in it. <laughs> uh fuck you guys are making me laugh and it hurts cool beans (laughs) yeah been playing some more splatoon 2 haven't done it in a hot minute because i've been distracted with other games but uh yeah we had a good weekend last week uh unfortunately i'm starting to realize that uh for some reason i've gained a tolerance to splatoon 2 where i can play for hours but a lot of people are still like, I can only play for an hour, man, before I get burnt out kind of situation. And it's like, I was totally in that boat. I don't know what happened to the part where I could, you know, the 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 locking point that kept me from being able to play for more than, like, two hours is gone. I could play it for fucking days now if I wanted to. Like, you, you give me 24 hours and you put Splatoon 2, I'll play it to hell and back. Like, I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I started enjoying it for the long term. And, uh... I think the longer I keep away from it, the uh, you know, the more likely I'm gonna switch back to that mode. But uh, yeah, I'm playing a lot of Splatoon 2, I was, I'm glad I was able to get uh, a lot of people back into it, even if it was for a small moment, uh, without a Splatfest present, which is the weird part because that was kind of like the bat signal for a lot of people to come back and uh, trying to play it like just off season, if you will, which is Technically permanent now that uh, most of the Splatfests are supposed to be over, so...
0: Right, yeah. I, I don't know what it is for me. I think it's just for me, it's a game that's, like, objectively, like, there's nothing wrong with the game. I think just for me, personally, it's like a 6 out of 10 game, 7 out of 10 game. It's just... It's there's just, a couple of things. There's a couple of, like... Matchmaking. I, I mean, like, putting aside the systems of the game, just like the game as it is, like what it was made to be and, like, how you played and stuff, putting aside the networking bullshit. Huh. Um... It's just, you know, it's to me it's just a game and if I like it's I couldn't play it alone. Like it it honestly
2: to me which and this is not the game's but to me it just seems very very like this is a game for a 6-year-old. Sounds very Nintendo. I don't want to play Mario Party without my friends, but the one like appreciation I do have for Splatoon is the
0: art style. The art style is fucking phenomenal. It's got this very cool like like retro skate punk, like poppy vivid color look, like very early neon meets like Skate 2 or like Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater, skater. kind of like retro uh, look. Um, and what I mean, like, it, it to me is just a game that was made intentionally for kids. That's what I mean. To, but you know, that's Pokemon. Well, now and that I love you the shit. Like like Animal Crossing. Neck. Animal Crossing, like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing if we play games that are made for adults. We play, like, fucking Animal Crossing, Tyler.
2: I think he doesn't like, still, that I compared (laughs) this to, to like, Mario and Nintendo in general. But I think that also speaks to to the goodness of the game. Because one of the things I really do admire about Nintendo as a company is they want to keep people in the room with each other. And to an extent, that's kind of what, you know, any game... Those were always my favorite games where you could do co-op things versus AI enemies. I love games like that. Champions of North was one of my first experiences with, um, like, OG, RPG, teamwork-based games and probably led me straight into Dungeons & Dragons because of the nature of it. Um, so it's not a bad thing, by any means. I really enjoy the teamwork aspect of it. I think I didn't get to play that mode with you guys because I played two... Public matches or whatever, or like seven public matches. They were pretty quick, and lost all of them. And then my computer crashed, and I was like, "Screw this whole day!" And then I just like like stomped away. <laughs>
1: but like, wow,
2: yeah. So I really did enjoy the time I had with it. It just aired badly with a computer that decided it was going to be a butthole right. that day.
1: <clears throat> Still yeah, that's the, the face. game I played, I played with Nick and Nick in the chat, and I played with Brandon too. All right, <gasps> um, I played other games, but. Yeah. Enough about me. What about you?
0: Yeah, Glenn, what about you? What have you played um, yeah, Glenn I
2: have uh, been getting a little more into WoW, partially because my guild broke apart. Um,
1: wow. Basically,
2: there was some uh, stuff that was unsaid for a very long time, and we tried too little too late to let people voice their opinions, and when, that, when people did voice their opinions, it came off volatile, angry, and hurtful. And uh, a lot of people... I'm in the middle. I'm like... You know, brothers and sisters, why are we fighting? And they're like, fuck you guys, I'll never play this game with you again! You know, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I thought we just wanted to, like, get loot and kill shit. I didn't realize there was, like, personal gripes here. So, a good chunk of our guild left for another, uh, guild called Spectra. And their tabard is so much better than our old tabard, so I'm very excited about that. On top of the fact that Spectra is close to the name of my favorite character from Twisted Metal, Spectre, um... And, uh, yeah, I loved Spectre and Fist Metal too. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting transition. And the cool thing is they brought us in because they want to start a second raid group. Um, they've already got one and they're clearing BWL in 39 minutes. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. They finish MC and BWL with, like, going between the two and transitioning between them in about two hours and 15 minutes, if I remember correct. So... Our best runtime of BWL ever was an hour and 42 minutes with Need Not Greed. And so we're hoping also the reason why they're taking us, we're hoping we can match those sort of times too. But also uh, they're hoping with more people in the guild and we just brought 30 people over that they're going to be able to have a better chance at trying to down world bosses because that's what you need is a larger guild with multiple raiding groups. To take down world bosses uh and there's a chance that i might be in an officer's position just because of my propensity to be able to talk to people i tend to be okay at it and uh they've recognized my you know commitment to making sure that we're having fun and progressing and they while some of them are very good at the game they don't necessarily have the people skills to be able to kind of like be a voice between folks schedule stuff um and it's weird to think that I'll be scheduling things and keep, keeping keep people accountable possibly because <laughs> that's usually me I'm like sorry I'm late again I just forgot you know um but I'm excited about <laughs> the prospect of it partially cuz it'll be a nice distraction from the world outside when I'm when I'm too overwhelmed to deal with it um but also because I'll get to I was having no fun I was not having fun and so I I was a raid logger I would get on to raid and then I'd log off you know um and now I'll get a chance to have a shot at progressing and doing aq40 and nax and then we're moving on to burning crusade so
1: yeah learn cool. the love again kid i will
2: um but i've also been playing a little league uh and tft because uh the str- some of the streamers i watch being uh disguised toast and Scara, um that are tft streamers they have been showcasing the new stuff that's on the uh the pbe server and i'm really stoked for the new stuff for whenever that gets released because it's got it looks really cool so i'm stoked to uh play that new content and, you know, mess around with the new... They, add, they I think they said they took out 13 uh, champions and added 23 or 21 or something. So they actually put more back in than they took out. So it's like new sets, new combinations, new strategies. I don't know. I love that game. So I'm excited to play it.
0: It's a game. It is. Um, indeed. Just to like dip my toes into some wild banter, um... Two of my friends that I play with regularly are part of—I can't even say too much—but they're part of a pretty like, not not a sizable guild. But on the server that they play, they're part of like a really powerful guild. Like they're a small guild, but they're very good at like, their the clears. Uh, yes, but um, I—I'm just—that's all. I think they're horde. I'm—I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, look at glance face. But hey. um because they're so good at what they do there is a bigger guild on their server not letting them do raids
2: oh they're camping the the uh, yeah yeah it's not that they're not letting them they're killing them get on their way in so they wipe their their world buffs yep yep um so that was one of the things so there's a lot of like wait tension i might need you to tell me who it is because it might be on my server something like that happened between two mega guilds recently
0: Okay, we'll, we'll talk after it, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's not on your server. Um, but anyways, so, and then they were yeah. talking about, beyond, like, after that, the tensions between the two guilds, they were talking about everything that's happening within, and talking about the loot councils, and, like, just beef with people for no fucking reason. Like, why are, 40-year-old man-childs, why are 40-year-old man-childs getting so, like, huffed and puffed up about these imaginary positions? Like, I get it. Uh... I, I do get it like i honestly understand it but it also still is kind of like why are you bringing well, I mean, so much into this i i
2: i checked my backslash play the other day just this will give you a picture of this and i think a oh, uh, no. good reason as why when, why people, because i wanted to see what i how i compared to others um i thought mine was crazy i looked it up and i've been playing this game on this character for nearly 50 days right and there are people in the actual world that have over 200 mind you this game has been out for 10 months yep which means they've spent seven out of the last 10 months of real time playing wow yep and i think that's why they get really pissy about that stuff because they feel entitlement due to the amount of time invested right, right. If that it's makes sense. It's their new life yeah it's it's yeah it's second life so it's, it's um, second life. Second, second life. <laughs> so I
0: like I can't go into the details about like the the drama because uh, I should probably shouldn't be naming names, but it's just kind of like because they went on for like a solid 40, 45 minutes, just two of them, mind you, in a Discord chat of like maybe six of us were sitting there, and it was just the two of them mm-hmm. going back and forth. And to me, it was entertaining because I love gossip like i i just love it i love eating that shit up i i don't care about spreading rumors i don't care about going to this other person like like you know propagating it no no i just like knowing things um and so like just listening to it i'm like wow that guy sounds like he's sounds like a big bitch baby like why is he like that (laughs) um bitch baby (laughs) and a lot of it is because of who you know and like you know you might be the shit like the worst player that in that guild at least like the worst player but you're still like in your position because of people you know and then people can see that happening and that's not fair but then it's still going to continue and like it's just this is great please keep telling me more i love it um but i just wanted to i just wanted to chip that in about wow yeah
2: no we mean definitely need to talk about this afterwards because my new guild actually has some involvement in that drama on my server right that i was talking right. about so i if it is on my server i'm a holla at your boys because uh i want to have a chat with somebody on the horde side of that conflict
0: okay um anything else you've been playing glenn
2: uh not really league i've been trying to get games in i've got a buddy who uh he lives in a like a, a little studio um up north of me and uh he was playing forever on his macbook okay <laughs> And he recently bought one of the pre-made iBuyPower Best Buy computers. Okay. Um, And he's been trying for three days to recover his account information because he has a bunch of alts and they were all logged in and passwords were saved and stuff. And so now he just, like, can't get on. And then he got on and his computer wouldn't connect to the server. And so I've been trying to play with people, but uh, for the most part, people aren't available. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um. But, yeah.
1: Pike? Yeah. So, uh, over. On... I mean, if you you want to lure me back into League of Legends, really Glenn? Oh yeah, 100%. Ah, uh, uh, I just want to bathe in the toxic waste that is beautiful Riot. Speaking of Riot games though, Nick, you've been playing a different type of Riot game,
0: uh Valorant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Valorant officially launched this past week and it's been frustrating and fun and I don't know why I like the game, the game's dog shit, but I'm having a good time. Um, the game the, is dog shit. Yeah, now. the game's dog shit. No, that's just that's just me being salty, really, because there are people who are. It better. It smells like
1: an impossible whopper.
0: There's just people. There's just people who are better, and then that upsets me because I know I'm forever gonna be a casual, and it just upsets me that I can't hit my shots. So <laughs> the game is automatically bullshit. If somebody kills me, they're a cheater, hacker, or the game's bullshit. Honestly, <laughs> it
1: seems like watching you when you play it. it the the worst part's actually your teammates when they start questioning things like. Oh man, did you suck? And it's like, yeah,
0: fuck you. Yeah, I think like this past week I streamed some Animal Crossing and some Valorant. I was it because I'm I tried. um, I missed all of this. Like I started off with one morning stream and I figured I'd probably just won't do that just for a bit um, because you know other people need uh, voices first. But I. I started in the morning, did a few hours of Animal Crossing, then I switched over to Valorant, and it was at that point where I was hungry. So, like, already, like, people saying, like, talking shit in game was just even more, Because
2: um, you were hangry? Um,
0: yeah, I was, it, like, I was getting hangry. Um, because there's a weapon which is a sawed sort of shotgun that you start off with in the beginning rounds when you don't have enough money that uh, only has two shots and is not very effective um, at long range because it's, sh- it's just a sort sawed of shotgun, two shots effective at short range. Um, and then I think it was a 1v3 or one v two or something like my team died and I was like slow on oh, rotating, okay. and uh somebody on my team was like, yeah, at least I'm not a fucking idiot who bought the shorty, which is the name of the gun. And then I proceeded to get those two kills in style. And I told him to suck my dick, and then I muted him from team voice. So, um,
2: oh, it's voiced through the game. Yeah, through the game. Yeah. yeah. So you have to oh, talk yeah. to randos well i mean
0: it's it's to some extent necessary for a game like this uh because it relies nah. so much on information and like relaying that and pushing and stuff like that especially because some people just don't pay attention because if you have the csgo a short, players that, a
2: short who do short yeah yeah
0: if you have the csgo players that come across then they pay more attention to all the signs and where people died and stuff um but if you have people who are not used to csgo and and maybe more used to overwatch uh overwatch is so heavily reliant on communication because there's no mini map whereas in valorant even in csgo i don't think there's a mini map but in valorant there is so if you kind of yeah. paying attention even if there's no comms you can see where your teammates died so you can kind of guess where they might be going but like communication still gives you that extra edge so to speak um so like i just by default am plugged into voice chat and when somebody talks shit for no reason when i haven't even done anything i just i got those two kills and i told him to suck my dick blocked him off and then i just proceeded to do pretty trash for the rest of the game because i was throwing i wasn't throwing no um i wouldn't actively throw unless somebody actually no that's why that's why. <laughs> um yeah no like i'm just going through the motions of Valorant. it's the only fun shooter out for me right now i did log into destiny 2 today though um, Oh, i did log into destiny 2 but not to play destiny 2 uh Bungie is trying trying uh they're trying things all credit to them it was the first time they did something like this um it wasn't the best but it was still pretty amazing that they tried. They pulled it out and they're, they're taking the feedback and, you know, there maybe it'll be better next time. But Destiny 2 had a live event in the game today. Um, so, basically, there's this ship that was used in the first year of Destiny 2 um, that was used by one of the enemy factions to suck in material from uh, Mercury this is like huge fucking ship. oh yeah ship. The, it's called the almighty sucking material from mercury to gain or sucking energy from the sun to do something whatever basically it was some fucking world-ending ship weapon thing uh Wasn't but i tried to de- deconstruct the traveler or whatever sure <laughs> sure like i'm usually up uh, up and up on my destiny lord but i haven't been paying attention anyways the cabal in the last ditch effort to get revenge uh in this last season set the core the ship on a course uh to collide with earth and also destroyed the engine. So it was just kind of like free flying through space. Um, and obviously, once it act, you know, like anything of any size of that magnitude will cause some sort of like global catastrophic, you know, fucking cataclysmic event. Um, and so we had to partner up this season with, um, a Warmind, which is an AI designed by humans to like, his name is Rasputin to actually help take him down. But then the leaders of the city are like, fuck that. We don't want to do that. Uh, we're not trusting anything. But then you as a guardian Rasputin's are tasked. The shit. To- and shit, but then there's the fucking drama there too. But anyways, uh, we finally got that to happen, and so over the last week and a half or two weeks ago, I think you could actually see the Almighty covering the sun from certain parts on Earth and from the tower. And so um, today, it culminated in Rasputin firing his missiles to try and destroy the Almighty because we'd successfully charged up his systems enough, like we'd uh, uh, like opened up and charged up his systems on Io on have the moon. What they've done if the players are just our- like fuck it, destroy the world? I It would have happened regardless, I think. Um, yeah. But uh, I we mean, don't know that, though. That would be cool, though. They're like, all right, you guys didn't hit it. Fucking there goes all your loot. Here comes Destiny 3. game Same gone. thing they did with Destiny 1, <laughs> Destiny 1. To Destiny 1, to Destiny 2. They destroyed the tower and there goes all our
1: loot. Um, Destiny 2, a Realm Reborn.
0: So when you think, uh, I, I want to ask you guys, when you think of live event in a video game, what do you think of?
2: Uh I think of that time when EverQuest broke the servers for their thing
0: okay sorry tyler what did you say i didn't hear you
1: i just said a splatfest just a bunch okay. of people teaming okay. up and uh showing their support i guess for the game technically
0: right uh i think um in general what people have been uh, were expecting or trying to compare it to was maybe more the fortnite live events that they did with like all their live concerts and then they did have like the star wars one where you'd land and then you'd have an actual like the millennium falcon fighting like T fighter like TIE fighters and shit like going around and then start like Darth Vader would come out. No. Somebody would come out and there'd be like lightsaber fights and shit. So people were thinking of maybe something like that happening. Um and you know, over the course of a couple of minutes and like over the last few days, Bungie's like, alright, 10 a.m. 10 fucking 10 a.m. watch out. 10 a.m. you like you better be ready, ten a.m. Saturday. Everybody logged in, 10 a.m. Nothing. Almighty was still there. Just kinda like there. Twenty minutes later, oh we see some streaks. Like ten minutes later, oh, those are missiles. Forty minutes later, oh, they're getting closer. Another ten minutes later, oh, there's like sparkles. They're making contact finally, and then went all the way from 10 to like 11:28. This is Pacific Standard Time, where the final like missile came in and blew the thing up, and you saw a part of it actually like there's still like debris falling from the sky landing on Earth, and a part of it actually broke off and crashed into like a part of uh, the European dead zone. Um, so I think it was just. I think they had an idea, and it might have just been the buildup was poorly executed. I think if they told you a different time to log in, and but then all of that was still happening, it would have been fine. If they said log in at 11:15, that's when it's going to start. But if you happen right. to log in earlier, you'd see like these things slowly happening, like slowly culminating to this point, like a like a little teaser for like the pre-show or whatever, right? But then the actual thing um, was really not that long. It was a little anticlimactic, but uh, but like one of the. Uh, one of the developers was saying that this was a whole bunch of new systems we'd never done this before and this was like a first trial to see whether we could pull this off and I'm just gonna oh, what up? A... Glenn I'm just trying to stay positive here okay please no, that's you' really fine it's good you're really <laughs> harshing my mellows Glenn by asking these difficult
2: questions I,
1: agree!
2: <laughs> I thought I genuinely offended you for a second and then I was like oh context <laughs> come on it's fine he he's Slash being...
1: us Glenn come
2: on i just i mean i think it's interesting as a means to introduce something new i like, think you're interesting like if they have a live release in game where they actually reveal like that thing that crashed into the new or the edge of the european zone like maybe that's where the new content's going to take place as a result of this crashing here that's bungie kind of a cool thing
0: bungie actually doing something that could be interesting couldn't be bungie <laughs> I mean, that was a little harsh i'm sorry Bungie. You guys old are Bungie, your best, but maybe yeah well hey, don't get me started Old Bungie. i miss them so much come back to us please anyways um it's like old th- blizzard you miss him. yeah that's what i that's what i signed on to it was, it was like it was interesting um wasn't the worst wasn't the best it was just like all right cool this happened sure time to log in in like a couple of weeks when they hook me in again because they know f- fucking they're gonna do it i'm gonna hook me in again and i'm just trying to avoid it um but that's that's me <laughs> for this week really Um, Tyler. Me. Uh, you, you, you've been playing something else.
1: Yes. Yes, I have. You see, after discovering that my computer can do things now, like, honestly, like, I, I, after putting all this stupid shit in my computer and making it run faster, I open up the calculator, the calculator opens up, like, one second faster, (laughs) I'm impressed, I'm happy, I shut the computer back off, and I, that's it. That's it. But... It turns out, in fact, it can do so much more than that, and I would go as far as to say I probably could have always done this, but I decided to, you know, this time is the time I finally get to spread its wings, spread them cheeks, and see what you know where they can go, and uh, yeah, I decided to install a Wii U emulator and uh, proceed to go into the uh, the mod scene, I guess, for Breath of the Wild, and honestly. It's, it was almost kind of frightening at first, but then it immediately went from like scary to like, it's like seeing a clown for the first time. It's like, oh god, clowns are terrifying. But then it's like, they, they throw a cream pie and they hit themselves in the face like, oh, this clown isn't, f- uh, you know, terrifying. This is fucking hilarious. Like, oh fuck. And like the process of like getting mods into the game turned really quickly easy. And, uh, like, To the point to where that was scary. How well I could mess up this game if I really wanted to. Like, the first thing I wanted to do was like, okay, I have two hard choices. Do I want to play as Zelda? Do I want to play as Linkle? Do I want to play as Waluigi? It's like, it's weird. Like, your first choice is like, ah, yeah, the standard character Link, ugh. Could I, you know, I decided to play this run through as Zelda uh with the uh the haircut that she has in the the sequel trailer and honestly they did, the modder did a great fucking job uh like shout out to Nquando, or you know N Q A N D O S Nquandos, or something, something you know shout out to them uh shout out to the entire breath of the Wild mod community for the stuff they put in for us because boy that that is a real fucking treat to see things like there's some things where it's just flat out stupid like Nick, you told me, you know, it's one o'clock in the fucking morning. You're watching passively and you had to turn the volume up because oh, yeah. you started because, like when you hear somebody once told me and all of a sudden a giant version of Shrek as a neck rises and going, get out of my swamp. And you're fighting fucking Shrek and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's like that, that's a treat, you know? When you're walking around and all of a sudden it looks like a Pokemon Safari Zone for Charizards because all the Lizalfos are Charizards now, it's like, hell yeah! I wanna go and see if I can find fucking Dragon Balls because all the dragons are Shinron from Dragon Ball Z now. And like just stupid silly shit like that is like just making this game almost comically enjoyable. like. At this point, and uh, like I, I don't understand like what's going on. I'm for the ride. I'm basically going through a shopping cart on a website, saying, "Yeah, give me this and a little <laughs> bit of that, a little bit of that." What's that? Every time the the guardians shoot a laser, they just shout Yee! "Yeet!" And it's like, yeah, sure, I'll take that. <laughs> Throw that one. They oh, just it comes out a... "Yeet." The, How do you every know time if you're it's... hit by it? If you can hear it, Uh you die usually. Uh, at least this early in the game for me. If I get hit, I die like, it'll do the charge-up thing, and all of a sudden, psh, yee, as it shoots past you, hopefully. And, uh, like, uh, I'm not sure, Glenn, did you ever do one of those shrines where you fight, like, one of those mini-Guardian things where uh, yeah. it's, like, a, a test amount of strength? There's that third and final mode where it'll start charging up and then shooting a bunch of lasers at you. And it's a glorious moment when you're running for your life yee, and you yee, just yee, hear, yeet, yeet, yee. yee, yee. Yeah! <laughs> and it's like goddamn. And whenever like uh I think I've died two, three times. I got a song clip now that plays, so it's like game over, yeah. <laughs> it's like cool. Cool. Um so, Yeah, I think so it's, so it's it's
0: so I I I think part of this was like if I may, Tyler. Part of this was inspired not only by your newfound uh, capabilities of your PC, but I think last week there was a Reddit post on gaming of it, they call it's called Legend of Zelda. It was titled and it was showing Zelda. A- no just they emphasize zelda because it was a gameplay of zelda fighting one of these guardians and doing all kinds of crazy air trick shot movement bullshit and then she lands and looks back at the camera cool guy style as the fucking uh thing explodes behind her and i'm like holy shit tyler's gonna like this tyler saw it before i could send it to him and i think that's what inspired it because seeing zelda i was already I was like, hey, working mods in <laughs> zelda's fucking cute Hey, first of all, in Breath of the Wild, like hella fucking cute. Second of all, it's it like Zelda's badass too. Like she might not have been out in the front lines like Link, but like she was like holding down her own shit too. Like in some of the games, so like it, it was nice. It's, it's
1: it's cool. It was nice throwing in different mods. I I really appreciate like the idea that I can play Zelda, even though everybody keeps calling me Link and boy for some reason. Uh. Uh, there was a couple of mods i had to specifically Wait, you can avoid. make yourself look different but they can't alter the text that they say can you imagine how many text files they would have to go through and do a script change for each and every single one of them that was I mean, Control I
2: just control
1: f and then look for zelda and like link i know and big brain how- <laughs> like is that what we say to every single programmer <laughs> out there it's like you could fix it just to control that's, oh, that's okay, what dude, that's it. what
0: the people sound like complaining to developers just fix it just hit control
1: f find the bug and then replace it don't you have a button that says <laughs> fix all what the fuck guys a, an easy button easy i want Done. you that was easy. i want
0: you on a saturday easy. at 10 p.m to fix it now i can't log in fix it that's what they sound like
2: oh oh it's a problem with my computer my bad guys <laughs> <laughs> i just have to i just finished okay. watching the guild and that they kind of play on that a lot in the end of it where they just talk about how (laughs) gamers are so toxic that sometimes the developers get burnt out just because they really care about what their communities think. What's the guild? You know, it was a, the guild is a, uh, an old, it was one of the first web series actually that got brought on to like early online distribution. And, uh, it was done by, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name right now, but she founded geek and sundry. Um, I'm going to forget her name right now. She's amazing. Felicia she's Day. A, she's actually a Felicia Day. Yes. Sorry. Felicia Day. She's actually one of, uh, ironically enough, I, I forget names a lot. Uh, but she's one of the people that I've, uh, I really admire somebody who's, who went after what they loved, um, and like with a, with a passion, but yeah, it's just basically her recounting, um, some up to a certain point, some, you know, interactions that she had with an actual guild, uh, wow guild that she was a part of. Um, Obviously, some of it's satirized and, you know, fabricated, but it was really good. And uh, they talk a little bit about that, about, you know, just eventually she starts working for the game, which is just Blizzard. And she finds out how stressed they are and how much the, the original creator just, like, cared so much about what people thought that it actually hindered his ability to continue to make things that were true to the original heart and soul of the game. So... I try to be as little critiquing as possible because I know fucking nothing. Yeah, we know nothing. These
1: people. Yeah, I don't want to do that to the people that are creating the thing that I enjoy, you know? It, the way you're joking about like, oh, my, I fixed my computer thing, it reminded me of what happened this week with my lawnmowing situation. Last Sunday, <laughs> I was going to do some... Uh, I was going to help my wife mow the lawn and all that stuff. Uh, she, does, she likes to do the riding tractor. I'll do the push mower, yada, yada. Uh, things went down... Hill really quickly because the lawnmower, the uh the driving one just would not start. It's like we have a yard that is somewhere around three and four thousand square feet worth of yard. Like we got something equivalent of half a football field to the next of us. I will you're like, okay, holy shit. I Glenn, you gotta understand. I live in a farmhouse, so like uh they That have, sounds awesome uh, to me. I miss mowing It's, it's <laughs> Great. But it's a yeah. big ass yard if you want to yeah. be a push mower. <laughs> like and so it was a very serious thing when it's been raining like every two days and the grass has been growing like motherfuckers and our lawnmower is not working. I'm thinking arrow Oh fuck, I'm out there with her, you know, and she's looking at it and it's like she's got the car drove it through the yard and everything. We got it hooked up with jumper cables, nothing's starting. The lights are turning on, nothing's working. Nothing's turning, nothing's cranking. It's like fuck. It. Alt- Is there an alternator in a fucking lawnmower? I have no idea. I'm looking at this shit, and it's like oh, you'd you think so, right? But I and couldn't fucking figure. Pick- I'm pretty sure I'm sh- there has to be. There, <sighs> right. Well, there has. I mean, it's I don't know how. To Look, I played uh, Scrap Mechanic. I don't know how a fucking scrap engine works on a lawnmower, okay? They, <laughs> like, on a car, yes. But lawnmower is a, you know, a little bit more compact. And so I'm messing with th- stuff. She's messing with stuff. We're having people like going like, yeah, take sandpaper to the uh, the the connectors to the connect to the battery and stuff. Maybe they rusted over when they're not okay. getting enough energy. And she's like, oh my god, the battery's dead already. Why is the battery dead? And I'm like... Are you talk about the batteries dead. i turned on the lights on the thing just fine it's, and she's like what and we're losing their shit i'm sitting there, like trying to find people in the city like hey i need a professional lawn service i'm i have no idea how much of this is gonna cost me i'm calling my grandma saying grandma i love you she's like i love you too dear and bless her look you, you know your son-in-law who does a lawn mowing service can you talk with them i'm in trouble here and he's like uh, i can't mow if it's over a foot like uh that, that's well you know i'm still freaking out I'm like is my grass over a foot fuck and then out of everything that's going on i'm trying to like make calls and shit go while i'm working and all of a sudden i get a text saying hey lawnmower's working i'm like what yeah lawnmower's working that's my wife i'm like oh why is it no. working oh gas she's like <laughs> i, I might as well be. If you say if we put gas
2: in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. And she was like, well, you know the button that you turn on and off the blade? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, it was on and you can't start it while the blade is in on mode. So I, I, I forgot to flick that one switch. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Three, four days debating whether or not to buy a brand new lawnmower from, you know, Menards and all that shit. Trying to find professional lawn, you know, garden services and all that stuff. All because one switch got forgot to be flipped. Like, it works. Almost it's the same the thing. switch. <laughs> I already flipped all sorts of switches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the wiring to the switches to make sure they're actually working at this point. Uh, like, my voice keeps going higher. I have no uh, idea what's up with that. Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah, Breath of the Wild modded yeah. is a wonderful game. And, uh, honestly, I'm excited to play more of it. I want to find more mods. Like, uh, I'm starting to get worried that people are, like, watching me playing. They're like, yeah, you're playing as Zelda, but where's the mods? And it's like, I'm sorry, half of them are excuse- hidden. Like, excuse me, what? Excuse me, what? That is the mod. You're playing as Zelda.
0: You can't do that. But isn't the guy with the sword Zelda? No, that's Link. <laughs> Even
1: I know that. I could- even I, I can know continue. That. I can keep running, even though I'm exhausted. Like I'm allowed to do that now. Like I can't sprint, but I can. Like I'm not sitting there, like I'm dying. I can, I, can. I I have double durability. They can't see that, but I can swing the sword twice as long without it breaking. I can nice. bump it up to ten times if you want. Do you want it unbreakable? Sure. Why the? F- <laughs> Glenn's like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I <laughs> played fuck- Ark
2: and I had my own servers and I modded the hell out of those settings, so I feel that.
1: For those listening to the podcast uh glenn gave the look that's equivalent to the shaquille o'neal shoulder dance look like yeah buddy (laughs) uh and i understand that like there's other things that people have put mods in that i'm kind of pushing away from somebody put it in the like a remake of the first dungeon from skyward sword and just for the sake of doing it and the problem is though it doesn't look i shouldn't trash talk because i can't do it but it's just like they, they put in, basically, do you guys remember the island in the southeast portion of the game where you, you land on it, you turn naked, you gotta gather three balls to do a challenge? Yes,
0: yes, and it's like in darkness.
1: No. Uh, there's a darkness uh, like, there's also a dark uh, section where you gotta do it completely in the dark too. uh, basically it's like, you walk into this dungeon, they strip you everything, <gasps> and you gotta, like, scrape everything together. And, mm, what's up, Glenn?
2: Was that the area that was famously in the conclusion of Ready Player One. Oh, uh, you never read Ready Player One? I never read, I, I, I never read, read or, read or watched. watched. No, oh dudes, read it. Don't, I mean, no, you can watch the movie, but I'm telling you, it's even if you do it audiobook, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's and it's narrated by Will Wheaton, so it's 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 one of my favorite books. You mean Will Wheaton?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. ah, <laughs> got him <Yeah. laughs> bringing that back. Yeah. Um, Got him. Ah, man, you guys are landing
0: uh, So For me, it's just a closing remark on modded Breath of the Wild. I think, for some reason, uh, for me, Breath of the Wild, I think will fall into the Witcher 3 category, where I could watch anybody play it at any point. But because it's modded, it feels fresh even more so. Right. Are there dirty
1: mods? Uh, Are you talking about, like, Rule 34 mods? Yeah. Uh... In the community, or the website, uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to GameBanana. Uh, for the most part, like, 99%, everything's been kept clean. Uh, okay. If you're asking, hey, can you play as Naked Link? I'm sure you can. Like, I'm, I'm sure somebody's made something like that. I'm not going to do uh, it. I just didn't know if that was a thing that had happened Oh, you. Just glad- natural, like, it's natural really curiosity. Time. It, it that's, makes sense. That's, you know, The 12-year-old in you, <laughs> 17- also known as, like, the current age of Nick, you... <laughs> Seventeen-year-old me definitely wanted to
0: download the mod to apply nipples to the Skyrim models of women in in Skyrim.
1: (laughs) Naked side-on? Just add nipples to side-on, I'll take that. Uh, Anyways, uh, there's only one mod that I've seen so far that uh, I cannot put on because of stream. Uh, And that is, apparently, there's a type of creature slash character in this game that is considered ultra-lewd, so to speak. Uh, as, uh, Nick, uh, it seems like every time I encounter them, uh, Nick gets summoned and goes, you know, my ah, thick goddess. yes. The great fairies. Uh, the great fairies. Uh, and apparently they made a mod to where those fairies are giant, thick, <laughs> naked women. And, uh, honestly, I, I, I can respect that. Uh, <laughs> and Bladed's like, oh, my fucking, uh, fuck my life. Clotera, yes, I, I understand that. I- Yes. So if you want to see cell shaded nippies on uh giant women, Woo! uh that that is possible, snook, Glenn. Snook, snook, snoo, snoo. <laughs> uh <laughs> oh man. Like the last thing I got to do in the Breath of the Wild is uh I hit a point where I found the second Great Fairy and I can upgrade I gotta keep second or certain armor on my character in order to have it look like sequel uh, Breath of the Wild Zelda with the short haircut. And so because of that I'm not going for a set bonus. I'm just going to keep the stuff I need to and then whatever the best piecemeal stuff is such as the champion's tunic and all that. Uh, Champion's tunic to get the level 2 I need two pieces of Ferocious also known as Thunder Dragon's horn. And that's going to be a challenge for me because A uh, I got like 8 hearts. He could hit me twice and murk me like dead, dead. Uh, pr- second problem is he looks like fucking Shenron from Dragon Ball Z. So the model's a little bit different. So I have no, like kind of like Shrek, the Hymex has one eye. So I have to figure out wh- you know, where the fucking Shrek do I got to hit to stun the- his bitch ass? And, you know, where's Zach the donkey spot? That
0: mathematic fucking meme as you're trying to calculate the exact trajectory <laughs> of your arrow to stun him.
1: Oh, uh, so I can't wait to do that. Having fun with it, I've, I was looking at other mods I can mess with, and there's a couple of promising ones. There's an epic level Lionel that is uh, apparently going to be harder than a boss of a Divine Beast uh, somewhere out there. I mean, realistically, I'm going to say this now, I think every Lionel is probably harder than a Divine Beast boss, or even Ganon himself for the most part. But there is a epic level Lionel out there that's traversing the world that has epic, un- uh, unbreakable, but low damage weapons. And so that's why I don't have, like, the permanent, uh, you know, unbreakable mods on, because there's weapons out there that I can get, but, like, basically, like, you know, if a longsword, uh, did 30 damage and it broke after, you know, 100 swings, this one does 20 damage, but never breaks. And it looks badass. And I want to find that fucker. Problem is, though, I don't know where he's at. And, uh, thank God I... Chose the balanced version of them because the uh, like OP version where they have like swords that basically you know instantly murder stuff, which sounds like bullshit. Uh, the Lionel had nine thousand and one health just for the lulls at this point. Apparently, one shots you. And honestly, like I think the hardest one, the gold Lionels are like thirty five hundred health. That's, uh, a so that's, that's a big jump.
0: So that yeah. that's a big jump. Yeah, it's a big jump. I think uh, I I would agree, except for maybe the. The camel guardian—I can't remember what it's uh, what it was called—the uh, one in the desert.
1: Thunderbolt cannon.
0: Yeah, um, that was m- more challenging, not in terms of like boss difficulty, but boss mechanics. It just took me a little bit to like figure out because the- you don't have a lot of time to react to when it does the attacks and stuff, and you have to figure out how to stun him. But once you do, it's fairly straightforward from there. But I would agree right. a wholeheartedly that like. Like maybe from one level up from the base Lionel is
1: harder than most of the game. Lionel's fuck you up, yo. Yeah, it's just just the way it is. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm looking for a challenge to see a Lionel that will like. It, it doesn't help that since I'm not going for like uh, Breath of the Wild hero armor, or, you know, any fancy schmancy stuff that's going to give me like a hundred armor and stuff. I'll, I'm probably going to be sitting at a nice 40-50 defense, which right. means that uh, when I get hit. It's gonna fucking hurt, and right. it's nice knowing that. So, knowing that I'm gonna have to have a bunch like of food and whatnot. Risk, yeah, yeah. So, I'm excited to see how it turns out. But, yep, I- I'll probably either play that or Shantae after this once I get some food in me. Uh, see what's going on with that.
0: Nice. Um. So, I think, uh, given everything that's happened today, I think we're at a good place to wrap up. Um. So, Glenn, why don't you tell us about the games coming out this week?
2: Uh, for game releases, as I look over to my notes, we've got uh first coming out on June 9th on PC is a game called Dark Eye, the Dark Eye Book of Heroes. Um, usually Nick is looking up what these games are about. So I'm assuming that right. that's what you're doing right now. <laughs> um,
0: so the Dark Eye Book of Heroes is an RPG that came out originally Ooh. in. Oh, sorry. That's coming out this like now, June 9th, 2020. Yeah. Um, it looks interesting. It's like um, over top, like it's a co op multiplayer RPG. It's not isometric, but has
2: I think it actually it looks a little like one of those kinds of like RPG games. I think I might be really interested in that. Um, awesome. And the next game we have is on June 9th as well, just on PS four though. Is a game called Y S Poland Memories of Celceta. It might be yes. might be Celceta. I'm not sure if that's an Italian word or not. Um, Memories of Calcutta. Calcutta? Cool.
0: Uh, coming yep. from a yes. dev called Neon Falcom. Um, Ys yep. is uh, like a
1: very, very old, uh, like, into the 1980s old uh, game series. A-R-P-G, yeah, like, J-
0: J-A-R-P-G. Uh, this is a port of the... It came out originally in 2012, and this appears to be a port, if not a then last. remaster. <laughs> Sorry.
2: No, you're fine. I... Thought you were done. That's my apologies. I want to make sure everything gets its uh, due time and for sure. Um, and lastly, we have on June 12th, which I believe next Thursday or Friday, on everything, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch, is a game called Warborn. Um, and I I don't know. I All of these games kind of sound interesting to me for the first time in a while. Right. So Warborn is
0: a uh, turn-based uh, RTS where you control of like um um I, from what i can see these are like soldiers in power armor or these are like mobile no these are mobile robots like giant city scale like robots that you can take control Ooh, of and you it's move a around that game a, uh tile based kind of system rts
1: oh oh sounds Shit. like a giant version of Advance wars just might be it's coming out from
0: rare drop games and rare drop games what have you done this is their, f- no, this is their second game. They did a minimalist block-shifting puzzle game called To the Throne. Oh, shit. But, uh um, Oh, shit?
2: Sorry, I I also think it's worth noting, I don't know if we got it last week. Wait, we didn't beat last week. That's why it got missed. Um, Command & Conquer Remastered came out yesterday, um, on June 5th. No, we got it. Nice. Oh, we did? No. Yeah, okay. this is cool. 102. Sorry i'm super excited i'm super excited about keep that it, i'm gonna keep
0: up with it glenn Shh, come on
1: step Fine. it up Senpai.
2: i'm the worst <sighs> uh, you're the best <laughs>
1: fuck you fuck <laughs> you i love you.
0: you i think you i think you i think you said something fuck about you you
1: beautiful man you, <laughs> you piece <laughs> of beautiful meat all right uh
0: tyler why don't you tell us about uh this day in gaming now that we've wrapped up well, game releases
1: Hell yeah! I, uh, while Glenn was, uh, while was, you know, Glenn was playing with women, I was studying the Blade. Uh, while Glenn was, uh, looking at the game releases, I decided to take it upon me to go through all the potential birthday boys that we could celebrate this week. And, honestly, I'm still 50-50 on whether or not the, uh, one option that we got thrown on there is actually a game, or just basically someone saying, Good fucking luck! Uh, I can tell you without any doubt in my mind that there was really no birthdays to celebrate. There's a couple ones that kind of like met the parameters, like uh, Shrek the Third, but it came out in France, I believe. And it's like <sighs> there's really no big games to you know give a, a huge shout out to that I, I could find in like the course of five minutes. I tell you what, though, I will give you one. It is called Crop Busters. It got the Yellow Valley release in 2012. Hell yeah. Can we can on we PC? get like
0: Happy 8th birthday to Cropbusters. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Hell yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> it b- b- came b- b- out in b- Germany. Let's go. Like, Cropbusters? Oh. Like, Cropbusters. Have you Crop not heard Busters. of Cropbusters, Glenn? It, with the Yellow Valley release? It came out on PC in 2012. It's a classic in Germany.
0: Das ist sehr gut. Cool.
1: Das ist sehr gut.
0: Ich spiele es gut. Sie. Um, so Guten that's what? A f- gluten? I'm, no, I'm gluten-free, please.
1: Hi. gluten free. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> There's no happiness in this food. Uh, it's not good. It's a Krabby Patty. <laughs> um.
0: So that's that's gonna be it for the show.
2: I just got that.
0: Um, Life is suffering. <laughs> Tyler, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on. T- twitter at two times tyler you can also find me on twitch.tv forward slash casual master quest where i get to play video games and whatnot whenever we're on the uh off time from our fun and awesome podcast but what about you nick where can we find you
0: uh you can find me on twitch and instagram at lr11 you can also find me on twitter at lr the 11th all letters and all of them just one word for each of those handles uh glenn how can people uh, look you up and learn of your social insurance number Social security is social insurance insurance in Canada. It's like social insurance. It's
2: it's social insurance. Uh, Tell me about it,
1: Glenn.
2: (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two N's. Houston looks like Huston. You can find me on Twitch at Razeth, R-A-E-Z-E-T-H, where I do mostly Animal Crossing, but a variety gaming streamer. So we played Splatoon the other day. I have played Breath of the Wild. It's just fun. We do a, a nice little variety.
0: Right, and then coming, bringing it back to Casual Master Quest, uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, where you'll be able to um, interact interact with us the most um, effectively, um, at CMQ Network uh on our twitter profile we have a link that'll take you to everywhere we are on the internet including finding our podcast um on spotify google play itunes and all those other wonderful places we also have a link that'll bring you to our discord server if you're never around in chat to uh type in the exclamation mark discord and it'll give you the link uh you can email us with questions concerns comments um at uh casualmasterquest at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook if you just type in casualmasterquest in the search bar uh, last but not least uh, we have a D&D podcast um glenn here is our dungeon master it's a fifth edition live play adventure in Faerun. Um our last uh, our last episode left off on us about to face an adult white dragon named cryovane um, and that's getting Oof. really intense and it's getting really fun. He's a red dragon, right? Uh, yes, he's a, the adult white dragon cryowain is indeed a red dragon um, This uh, it's called casual quest masters. You can find it in the same feed that we are on
1: with casual master quest
0: um, But that's it any last words before we uh, officially close off here
1: guys Be kind. I discovered That in universally no matter what the slang is presented you can always win in response by saying word
0: um thank you very much for listening today uh, this was casual mass quest episode 102 we will see you next week be kind to each other um be nice be safe and don't forget to never stop the grind see you be next con- week word Yeah,
1: hey, that's my word that's my word you're a towel <laughs> The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent, Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at SoundCloud.com.